This is episode eight of Essential Oils by Design. Listening to Essential Oils by Design, the podcast about essential oils and human design and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Nani Chisire and Raz Isbel, and there are three things we are both passionate about essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. This episode is part one of a two part series on communication. Nani and I recorded a very long episode and we decided that for everyone's benefit, it might be best to break it into two. So this particular episode is all about how the human design types, that is the manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, projectors and reflectors best communicate. And our next episode, stay tuned because that will be about the energy centers and how they can get connected to the throat. And we'll also talk about the energies that come off the throat and how each of those communicate. So without any further ado, let's get on with the show, knowing that there's going to be a whole lot more on communication in our next episode. Hi, Raz. Hi, Nani. Hi, everyone. Today, we are going to talk about communication, and it's communication by design. Imagine if you could communicate more effectively, be heard better, or speak your truth more. So we're going to share with you how communication fits in with human design and what essential oils you can use to support it. We're going to talk in more depth about the throat center, which we've talked about in the past a little bit. And we're going to talk more about communication for the five human design types because each type communicates a little bit differently or maybe is heard a little bit differently depending on what they do. So Roz, do you want to remind us what the throat center does since you have the motorized throat and we can tell you what that means in a minute too? (laughs) Sure. So the throat is really where it all happens as far as the human design chart is concerned. If human design were a game, and this has been said before, if human design were a game, the strategy would be to get the energy to the throat. All the energy in the chart is actually trying to get to the throat so that it can be expressed. It's like a gearbox and it regulates the energy for doing. And how your throat is configured as far as human design is concerned, which gates you have coming off your throat, if you have any gates at all, will determine how you are able to manifest and how you do things and how you talk, especially how you communicate. If you don't use your throat properly though, that's where there's potential for massive burnout. And if you want to know more about burnout, we spoke about burnout at length in our last episode, but the throat is actually the center for the thyroid and the parathyroid. So if you're not using your throat properly, if you're not using it correctly, your throat can burn out and cause issues with your thyroid and parathyroid. 
I also wanted to jump in here for a minute and remind everyone that the throat center is for communication and manifestation, but it's not just what we speak with our mouths. It's like whatever you put out into the world to communicate. So it could be in your writing, maybe art, music, whatever you're putting out there. So I guess there's just little nuances when you think about communication in the throat center. It's about everything that we put out there to communicate and manifest what we're trying to communicate. Yeah. And it's what makes us human, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's what separates us from the animal kingdom is this ability to communicate with one another so effectively. So what I was talking about before, when I was saying that Roz has a motor to her throat. That is how the human design types connect to the throat center. They all work differently. Manifesting generators are the only type that have a motor to the throat that also have a sacral defined, but motor to the throat means that you can be heard without, I guess, being asked or recognized to communicate or to speak. So I guess Roz can jump in here and help me <laughs> explain well, the motors a little in. more. Can't I? <laughs> <laughs> my motor, my throat's running out. <laughs> yeah. So basically, <clears throat> see there, there goes my throat and it is motorized. Having a motor to the throat means that basically you can speak over the top of anyone, but that's using it in its low expression. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all five of the types and we're going to talk about the undefined throat and the defined throat as we talk about the types because they're interwoven with each other. And that is what kind of defines them in some ways. So it's possible to have your throat colored in or not colored in. And if the throat on your human design chart is colored in, and don't forget you can get your human design chart from mybodygraph.com. If your throat is colored in, that means that it's defined. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's motorized. If it's not colored in, if it's white, then it's undefined. And just to give you an idea, about 30% of the population have an undefined throat and about 70% of the population have a defined throat. So the manifester, like we were talking about with the manifesting generator, they actually have a motor to the throat. So they can be heard, but they need to, like, I don't know if you remember the strategy for the manifestors, they need to inform people who they impact. And so that's the super important part about communication in the throat for them. They can do something, and if they don't inform even like a whole room of people, and say they leave the room to go grab something and come back, they can affect the energy in the whole room because it's not true to their energy. But if they just say, I'm leaving, I don't know, something like a simple example, like there's no salt at a dinner table with multiple people there. And if the manifester says, I'm going to go grab the salt and I'll be right back, then the energy just keeps on flowing. So there, I mean, there's other things about informing, maybe Roz can add to this, but from what I know about the manifester, it's really important for them to inform. And that's like the most important part of communication for them. It is so important. And what I'm saying now, or what I'm about to say affects the manifesting generators as well, but it is so important for manifestors and manifesting generators to inform people around them of what they're going to do. 
One of the things that I find helps my day flow and helps the days of those around me flow is when I tell people what's going on. My daughter, who's a pure generator, she doesn't need to inform anyone, but I'm a manifesting generator and I need to inform and I need to tell her what's going on each day. I need to tell her what's coming up. If I don't, if I spring a surprise on her, it does not go down well. And it happens not as often as it used to, but it does still happen where I forget to tell her something. And that is when I get in trouble. And not everybody needs to know, but if you're dealing with a manifesting generator, you want to know what's going on in their mind. If you're a manifesting generator or a manifester, it's so important to inform people of what it is that you're going to do. So, yeah. Yep. And I am a generator, so I need to actually wait to respond. And how that relates to communication is more about like being asked for my opinion or even just being asked yes or no questions. So I'm a generator and I need to wait to respond. So I need to wait for someone else to either ask me a question or to respond in some way. And that's how it relates to communication. Someone can ask me a yes or no question. That's an easy one for me because I can respond with my sacral. And you can have an undefined throat or a defined throat as a generator. I actually have a defined throat, but I still need to wait to respond because it's not motorized like the manifester or manifesting generator. So to be, and it's not to say that you can't talk, but if you want to really be heard, wait to respond. And this has to do with not just words like from our mouth again. There's a lot of, you know, like we put a lot of things out on social media and online and probably the example for me is more like trying to give someone advice that they have not asked for or even like make a movement of some sort. If I'm not responding, the energy just doesn't move forward. So generators need to wait to respond. They can have an undefined or defined throat. And the undefined throat, I guess I just want to talk about that a little bit because it's different than the defined throat as well. So the undefined throat has this natural ability to speak in a way that the other person needs to hear it. And actually, Oprah has an undefined throat, and she can talk to people in a way that they need to hear it. And she also kind of has... When you have a talk show like that, you're in the format of asking questions and answering. So she was doing it beautifully. And sometimes undefined throats can even like take on accents. So like maybe actresses or actors might do well with an undefined throat or someone that wants to speak another language. They can, my kids actually have this and they both are learning another language and have since they were six months old and they just picked it up really quickly and have like an accent in French that I, I mean, I took I took a foreign language for many, many years and I never had that. I never picked up my ger the German accent. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? So the reason this happens is because when you have the undefined throat, if you can remember back where you're open is where you take in the energy from around you and you amplify it. So where you are open in the throat area, you're taking in throat energy or communication energy from around you and you're amplifying it. That can look like a whole lot of things, but one of the things it can look like is you being able to speak in funny voices, you know, do the Donald Duck noises really easily or do accents as Nani was saying. 
imitate people, impersonate people. A lot of impersonators have, in fact, most impersonators have open throats because they have this ability to change their own voice according to what it is, the energy it is that they're channeling, if you like, or taking in. It's really quite remarkable what an open-throated person can do. And on the, I guess, the low expression of an open throat when someone doesn't understand the beauty of it, if someone doesn't understand all these wonderful things that they can do with an open throat, they may struggle to be recognized or heard. They can actually over talk so that they can be heard or they may not talk that much because they just feel like they're not being heard and they may feel invisible. Mm. So it's, it's just interesting to kind of look at your chart and think about what we're talking about and how you're communicating. And I can go into the reflector next because the reflector will always have an open throat because they have every single center open. So reflectors, they have an open throat and they don't necessarily need to wait to respond, but kind of just wait to be recognized or asked for their opinions as well. And they also, the other thing about communication that I learned about reflectors is that they need to talk to trusted people about their ideas during their 29-day waiting period. So I guess just making sure that you're around good people when you're a reflector and then talk to them about ideas that are happening for you or if you're trying to make a decision, talk it out with people during the time that you're waiting. Yeah. And I think that recognition thing is really important and it's the most challenging thing by far for the open-throated person to have to deal with is to sit there trusting that you will be recognized sitting there in silence essentially you're waiting for somebody to recognize you and allow you to speak now they don't have to actually say to you what do you think the recognition can be implied you know they can look at you or nod their head to you or whatever it doesn't have to be and what do you have to say on this subject but (laughs) you do need to be recognized but the beauty of the way our energy works and what human design teaches us and this is true i have witnessed this time and time again with observation of open-throated people is that if the open-throated person sits quietly and here i am using the wrong terminology again undefined i beg your pardon it's the undefined throat If the undefined throated person sits in silence, they will be recognized. Others can't help but recognize them. It's like the undefined throat person is sitting there creating a vacuum all around them that needs to be filled. And the people around them are just wanting to pull out of the undefined throat what it is the undefined throat has the mysteries, the wisdoms, the intelligence, whatever it happens to be, the people around the undefined throat energetically sense that there is something they need to know from this person and they ask. And so it's really a matter of the undefined throat person trusting and sitting in silence, knowing that it won't be that way for too long. And knowing that they will be asked for the wisdom that they have. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, it's not like we're telling everyone to just be quiet. Um, Sometimes you may just want to say something like, oh, I have this really cool thing I want to talk to you about. Do you want to hear it? And then if they say yes, then you're recognized. And I was also thinking about this as we're doing so much stuff online. Like if you were writing a blog or something, you're 
basically being recognized by your followers and all the people that want to hear what you have to say. So you don't have to wait for that either. I just noticed like on something like Facebook maybe or something like that, um, sometimes people blast out things that are maybe on their mind in the moment and they weren't asked for. And that's when people are not always going to hear you. But you can probably tell because people will really be engaged or they won't. It's, It's not a big deal, but it's just, this is just how the energy works. Yeah. And it is just energy and it's not personal. Mm -hmm. And the projector is the last type that can have either an open throat or, and I think I just want to call it open sometimes (laughs) because I like that name. So maybe we'll just always call it open or defined, but the projector can have an undefined or defined throat, but they need to be recognized for sure because their strategy is to wait to be invited and they will be heard the best by people that recognize them for what they have to share and projectors are very wise they know a lot just by being a projector they can see what's going on all around them so if you know a projector ask them oh yeah what they what what you want to learn from them because they'll tell you something good yeah they will If you know projectors, you're very lucky, number one, and you will know projectors. It's just a matter of working out who they are. Make sure that you are continually inviting them to share their wisdom with you because they will make your life easier. If you use their energy, and that's what they're there for, to have their energy used correctly by the rest of us. So, Yeah, and think about a projector child They want to be recognized. And so just asking if you have a projector child, just asking them for their opinions is a really great way for them to feel valued and recognized. I guess all of us might want that, but in particular, the projector. Yeah. And just on that, if you do have a projector child, the best thing that you can teach them, or for that matter, if you do have a child with a non-motorized or undefined throat, teach them to wait to be recognized. I know that possibly sounds like quite an antiquated way of doing things. It's, it rekindles memories of the children should be seen and not heard saying, but the truth of the matter is if you can teach your child to wait to speak, to wait to be recognized, they absolutely will be recognized for the same reasons I was mentioning before, because people can't help it. They want to talk to them. But if they can learn to stay in silence as kids, that will make their job as an adult so much easier. It's kind of like our responsibility as their parents to teach them how they communicate. And that is by waiting for other people to talk to them first or to recognize them first and whatever that might look like. Yes. And I was just going to talk quickly about, I have generator kids and talking about communication. When my open-throated two-year-old was really struggling trying to communicate what they needed, I had just learned about human design and I was like, oh, I'm going to try something. And so instead of saying something like, what do you want to eat or what do you need? Actually, it's more broad than that. Like, what do you need? I instead asked five questions like, do you need food? Do you need something to drink? Do you need your diaper changed? Do you need this? And the answer, you know, by the fourth question was yes. I was like, no, 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 yes. 
And there's no way that we would have gotten there and it would have just been a meltdown without asking the question. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if you have generator, manifesting generator kids, asking them yes or no questions can really help a lot, especially like when they're really confused about something because they're probably stuck in their head. And then, you know, I don't know, teenagers, I don't have a teenager, but I hear they like don't answer questions with a lot of words. <laughs> like so. Or anything, do they? <laughs> so as the parent, you can just start asking more questions that are answered yes or no. So you might have to ask more, but you can communicate kind of in a different way. And it also works for adults, not just kids. And I mean, as we've talked about, the population is full of generators and manifesting generators, like 70%. So whether you are or are not a manifesting generator or generator, just asking other people yes or no questions can kind of give them the invitation or the response that they need to open the communication lines. Yeah. So just something interesting. And, and while we're on the topic of how to speak to the different types, seeing as we are talking about communication, it's interesting with the manifestors because they don't have a sacral, they don't respond very well to yes, no questions. In oh, fact, yes. They don't respond very well to questions. They have a much better ability to understand statements and to respond they don't really respond, do they? But they're much more able to understand statements. So yeah. if you say something to a manifester, so if you have a manifester child or your partner's a manifester or you're a manifester, it's much easier if somebody says to the manifester, I was wondering how you feel about da 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 da. I was wondering how you feel about going to the pictures. Now that's not asking a question. It's making a statement. I'm wondering how you feel about going to the pictures. And this tends to work better. You can say, I wonder, or you can say, I imagine that you might be feeling a bit cold today instead yeah. of saying, will you put your jacket on? <laughs> or I feel like you are sad today. Or I would like to know if you are going to the shops. You make statements to them and they are far more able to communicate back to you based on that statement than they are if you ask them a question. And you will see this experiment if you know a manifester in particular, if you ask them a question followed by making a statement to them, you can see when you ask them a question, they're searching around in their software trying to find the answer. It's quite a difficult exercise for them. But if you make a statement, it's far easier for them to give you the answer. And I would believe that that would work for the projector and reflector too. It does. It <laughs> definitely does work for the projector and the reflector as well. Yeah. So if you, if you don't know someone's type and you start asking them yes or no questions and they start getting angry, they're probably a manifester and not <laughs> a generator. Um, no, they might not really get angry, but they, like Raz is saying, they might not be able to answer you actually because... The types with the open sacral work a little bit differently. Yeah. What you can do for projectors to really look after your projectors, and if you're a projector, you'll understand how good this would feel, is to invite them. Would you like to come with me? I'm inviting you to go for a walk this afternoon. You know, if you can actually give them a verbal invitation 
that is going to really light them up and they will be able to in turn respond to you in a way that feels really good for them. And they will know that they've been recognized because that's what it's all about. Being a projector is being recognized and knowing that you have this, this invitation to communicate with a person. Yeah. I was thinking like, even can you give me advice about Mm -hmm. whatever, like that's an invitation yeah. But yeah, you can watch, you can watch the, I say this like it's a game for me. <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> uh, but you, you can see when you're talking to a person who doesn't have a sacral, so a non-generator type, how they have to work hard to respond to questions. Whereas generators, 70% of the population respond to questions, especially especially respond to yes, no questions. If you can formulate a yes, no question for a generator type, in particular, a little generator type, you'll get the answer you need. It might not be the answer you want, but it'll be the answer you need. It'll be the truth. It'll be the right answer. So what about some essential oils, Nani? Essential oils for the undefined throat. I really like and I know I'm kind of going to steal your thunder here because we both have a couple of favorites here but for the undefined throat I really like spearmint yeah so lavender is also good for the undefined throat I think I think that the oils can be used for either defined or undefined because my throat is defined and I still need help just speaking to be heard because I'm not a manifesting generator or manifester. I guess lime is another one that helps you get over the fear of speaking or fear of rejection because that's often what you feel when you don't want to speak up. Roz has another one for that one. Yeah. I Look, this one I'm almost reticent to mention because I know that it's not that readily available, but Litsia is a beautiful oil. I know that some of you in America had the opportunity to purchase Litsia a while back. It is available in Australia and it is this amazing oil that allows you to trust your inner voice. And when you have an undefined throat and you are sitting there hoping, hoping that somebody will recognize you and allow you to speak, just having this extra support to allow you to sit there and trust and know that you will be recognized because what happens is when you use these essential oils, it puts you in the right vibrational state. So Litsia is a beautiful oil. Lime also, if you don't have Litsia, can do something very similar to to Litsia. Yes. For the undefined throat in particular, spearmint, lavender. (laughs) These are the two throat oils we keep coming back to because undefined or defined, they can work magic to get you in the correct vibrational state. And that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. So thank you everyone for listening. If you've got any questions or if you're interested in learning more about human design, you can go to either of our websites. Nani's is beyouwithnani.com and mine is findyournaturalgroove.com and you can see what we both have to offer there. If you don't already have essential oils in your life and you're not talking to someone else about them, 
and you are interested in purchasing them, both of us have doTERRA businesses and either of us would love to help get you started. And if you like what we're sharing, we would so appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and perhaps a little review because what that does is that helps other people to get to hear what it is that we're talking about. And what we really want to do is we want to share this information with as many people as we possibly can, because the more people who know about human design, the more people who know about the value of using essential oils, the quicker we're going to get to where we need to be as a global community. And that's really what Nani and I are doing this for. So once again, thank you so much for listening and we look forward to talking to you next time. Bye Nani. Bye Roz. Bye Bye, everyone. everyone.